0: to season one. My name is Presley. My name is Andrew. And welcome everyone to the show, the show where we watch shows that only made it one season. That's the whole gimmick. There's nothing more to it. Um, and uh, we are here today to talk about a show called The Midnight Gospel, a Netflix show, uh, animated show, first first animated show on the pod, kind of exciting. Uh, Andrew, why don't you tell our listeners, for those of them who decided to not watch the show, uh, all about it?
1: The Midnight Gospel is an adult animated television series created by Pendleton Ward, known for Adventure Time, and Duncan Trussell, based on Trussell's actual podcast called The Duncan Trussell Family Hour. Duncan voices Clancy Gilroy, a spacecaster living in a dimension called the Chromatic Ribbon. Clancy travels throughout his dimension to interview beings of strange planets in the system by using a powerful bioorganic computer called a multiverse simulator. Clancy sims unlicensed as the intended use of the sims in his dimension is to simulation farm, uh, where these sim farmers collect natural resources and technology from other worlds. Each episode utilizes real interviews from Trussell's podcast starring various guests of the pod, covering topics such as grief, death, drugs, spirituality, mindfulness, and love. Clancy and his interviewees traverse. These planets on the brink of their disasters, each episode ending in a clancy, narrowly escaping the end of these worlds and their apocalypse.
0: Yeah, you, you, you did it in one. Um, none of this is spelled out until the final episode. Yeah. Or like second to last episode, I guess. I could, not, all, I could have told you all the podcast part of this where it's like, oh, it's real podcasts and he's doing these interviews. Yeah. All of the actual plot of the show uh, is not really featured in the show interestingly enough
1: well yeah they kind of make they make really subtle references to like simulation farming and his unlicensed sim right and things like that but it doesn't really come to like there is an overarching theme technically yeah. right like it, it it's not strong or it's not like the the content is when he's in the bizarre world right yeah with these other people but there is this overarching theme where he has this this like bioorganic simulator and he's like telling it to do things and he's like oh i want to do this thing i want to find this thing and the the simulator finds an experience for him or et cetera and right. he jumps into it and he you know he brings back little trinkets little shoes that he collects and stuff yeah uh, and a dog and stuff like that but it, the, yeah the it doesn't kind of part. culminate to the end
0: And the most important part is that he's interviewing these people for his space cast is what he calls it. Basically his own podcast in the the parlance of the show that is, uh, you know, he projects out as his podcast, as his job, right? It's kind of weird that a podcast is talking about a show that was based on a podcast that uses the podcast to record things that creates a space cast. That's just as confusing as it sounds, but it it is
1: that. It's kind of like an Inception podcast, wise, right? It's a podcast of podcasts, so
0: and we are podcasting about said right. said show about podcasts, but that's not about yeah. it anyway. Thank you for filling our listeners in on the show. It's kind of a hard one to synopsize. We were talking about this a little bit uh, before, um, mm-hmm. just insight look into uh, for our listeners because like there's not that much of a narrative, like you're saying, it's like sprinkled throughout in there, and there's like these little moments that are narratively based, but it is never spelled out and it just kind of unfolds the way it does and you kind of got to figure out what's happening and by the end of like the second episode you know like very well it's happening but then there are parts that unfold that are more like plot like in the sense of like what is happening in the universe that Clancy the character exists in rather than the interviews that he's doing for his space cast
1: yeah you're right there's there's not really there's not really a strong weave of that story but I think you don't really need it. And I think it would be too yeah. much because there is a lot of, visually it's a lot of uh, stimulation, yes, right? So if you're is watching very it, it's very, show. very wildly animated. It's very busy. Yeah. It's very fun. It's very creative. Pretty unique animation. And there's a lot to process visually. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, the conversations that they're having are rather deep. They're rather deeply philosophical. And, being, uh, and, and then if you're trying to wrap your head around all of that, on top of trying to like manage a complex plot across yeah. the the whole thing I it think it would be they an extra would get a little lost in the weeds and it would yeah. be it would be it's already a show for me that I think I would have to watch a few times to catch everything yeah because it's one of those shows where like you have this attention drawn to the focus of the content the conversation that they're having right and you can get Engrossed in that conversation because it's very interesting it's very deep it's very very yeah it's it's very philosophical and it's it's it kind of makes you really think and gets the gears turning and then all of a sudden you're like wait how did they end up where they are yeah (laughs) you know the
0: the best analogy that i can like put to it for our like listeners who didn't who didn't watch it is like if you uh, were watching like a really intense like playoff basketball game right where it's like really dynamic it's like going back and forth there's a lot of plays there's a lot of rebounds all that stuff but then you just have a philosophy podcast on top of it and you're not actually hearing about any of the things that are happening in the basketball game right. where the two are almost completely disconnected but in it un inseparable in the way that they're presented to you right like the the when you hear somebody get fouled it happens in the audio of the podcast but those players are not the players playing the basketball game that's yeah. not literally what happens in the show but that's the way it feels right where you're like yeah. over visually with this like complicated kind of thing and then you're also over mentally with these like deeper more challenging more real conversations that are just like stream of consciousness conversations that that um is it duncan had on his podcast right
1: duncan uh duncan yeah 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 duncan is the the real life person who had right the podcast. H- his yes. character's
0: name is clancy
1: but right yeah, yeah duncan and,
0: and from my understanding of the show it's that They did these real podcasts, right? And then he wanted to make the show, and then they re-recorded certain bits of audio to structure it within the narrative of any given episode, right? So they'd have like the normal podcast, and then when something happens in the show, where like a character is like killing someone with a sword, or being pushed through a meat processing plant, (laughs) or killing zombies because there's the president. This is all stuff that actually happens in the show. I'm not just making it up. Yeah, it's not exactly making it up. Um, they, there are like moments where they they had the person come in to record extra voiceover to kind of make it so it fits as a narrative of what's going on in the universe that they're having this conversation in.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They, they, I thought that was interesting how they brought in, you know, these, these former interviewers or interviewees, I guess, um, to fill in those narrative pieces and kind of just add little bits of flavor text, you know, just a little bit of flavor. You know, it's not like they completely rewrote the episode of their podcast and re redid the whole thing. Yeah. They literally just scrap or sp- uh, sprinkled in a few things here and there to kind of fit along with, just to kind of marry the visual with with the audio. And I yeah, thought it was like really there's a there's kind of one cool. where
0: he, Clancy. Every time he comes to the, another universe, is like a different random character that he makes. That's kind of fun. And one time he's like a, this rainbow that's musical. So he like pushes the different yeah. color of his rainbow body, and it makes different chiming sounds. Yep. And he is talking not to another like person but is talking to a bird that's psychically connected to a person that right. is like from the simulation it's it's very so muddy bird. but like they make a bunch of bird jokes and at one point the guy that is the bird that is also the interviewer like the interviewee the person that was on the podcast is like stop making bird jokes and obviously they didn't make that in the podcast right that's right. something that he came in to record as a funny bit for the show it sounds like something that was in the podcast like it flows and moves in a way that feels uh like it was recorded at the same moment. Yeah. Yeah. So I guess all of this is uh, to question, right? We, we get to these questions here. What, did, what, what are your overall thoughts on the show? And then give me a good and a bad, Andrew.
1: Uno reverse. I always go first. You tell me. What are your thoughts? What do you like? What do you dislike? What are your thoughts? Okay. Um, I hated this show. Really?
0: I think it's one of okay. the worst shows I've ever watched in my life.
1: Oh, wow. You're um, going to have some pitchforks pointed at you, my
0: friend. That's fine. I I you're have, used some, to it. I like have some hot trash, takes so. about it that I'm sure you're right will get me some pitchforks and stuff, but uh, it, it, I guess it's a hill that I'm willing to die on. I mean, this show is really just like a, an opportunity for people to create vitriol about us. So,
1: you know, who knows? About you? I mean...
0: <laughs> not, not you. I don't have shit me. takes. So... <laughs> no, just kidding. Okay. Well, regardless of my shit takes. So, one thing that is good and that I j- enjoyed about the the show is that I did enjoy the visuals on a like holistic level. I, I struggle and this is not a problem with this show, but a lot of shows with like absurdist animation. I put that in like the realm of like, I really like adventure time, but sometime adventure time just like gets really weird and not in a way that's like interesting. They're just doing something weird visually for the sake of like, cause they can cause they're artists. And while I appreciate the artistry of that, it never really draws me in. There's that is this entire show, right? Um, I sure. like it when it's like presenting a more clean cut, like when it's showing Clancy like on this like ribbon of interdimensionalness and how he just walks through the air to his neighbor's house. that's a different part of the ribbon. Like I like that like subtle thing. I okay. then traversing into the stuff I don't like, it gets way too absurd, way too quickly and way too co- often, where it's like so hard to follow visually what's happening on the screen for me. um that I I kind of lost interest and we were talking about how it's kind of hard to follow the podcast conversations in and of themselves because they're deeper philosophical you know they're they're strong philosophy concepts of a variety of topics and so then to have this like absurdist uh cartoonish style made it like not impossible but imparsible for me where it was like I couldn't focus on one thing for long enough to, like, process or enjoy it. You were saying, like, I, you know, you would want to watch this again to, like, kind of dissect it. I would, too, but other than I don't want to.
1: <laughs> right. Um, yeah, I, that's fair. No, 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 continue.
0: Well, so so I like, like I said, I like the style of the animation. I think it's a cool visual style I don't like the like absurdity that it goes to it, it always takes it like two notches too far for me um, but I mean to lump that in the good and and I think that the the voice acting of like the creative voice acting is actually really good like I really like the computers audio voice acting the computers always like very satirical I, I like the sound design like I like a lot of what the show has to offer visually I, I like that the dog has this weird like interdimensional portal in its stomach that it keeps you know sucking things into and and clancy the character gets sucked into it at one point and then just gets spat out and it's like this just weird non-sequitur that goes a crazy place and then comes back i like the moments of absurdity i don't like when it's 20 minutes of absurdity right and that's oftentimes what the show is um for bad again this is gonna be a hot take was that was that the good part yeah the good was that i liked the animation oh okay (laughs) The good was that I like the animation. I just, it, it only goes as far as like, as long as it stays like not completely buck wild. And a lot of the okay. animation is buck wild, but like the style, like I was saying is, is, is a style that I enjoy. Right. Okay, it so has the this style kind is of,
1: good, but you hated everything else. Correct. Okay.
0: Um, the things that <laughs> I'm allowed to hate shows on the pod. No, you are. no I just, you know, you sure hated Alcatraz and I love it. This is an opposite of that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, the thing that I hated the most, and this is this is a real hot take, and my my friends and family always despise this about me, and this is something that I guess you will as well. Oh, I God, think philosophy is, is the stupidest thing that humanity has ever created, and none of the conversations that they have on the show are interesting or thought-provoking to me in the
1: slightest. Interesting.
0: I, I think that somebody that doesn't care about philosophy like I do, that thinks it's like I don't think it's like wasted effort. I just think that I do not care at all and don't want to put any effort into it because asking questions that are inherently unanswerable is, it doesn't interest me at all. Right? Like if you're asking questions about the universe, right? Where that eventually there will be a, there will be an answer to it via science or via understanding or via exploration. I love those questions. I love the big questions of that style, but asking like, you know, what is the importance of death in our culture and how it impacts you know us as a society in structural ways is like you could ask me any other question I would be more engaged you could ask me about astrology and I hate astrology and I would be more engaged with it I there's just nothing about philosophy that interests me and I'm sorry for all the philosophy people that listen to our podcast I love you all as people um I'm I just don't care for philosophy there's no mystery about when I die to me there's no mystery uh, when I grieve I will grieve in my own way that is going to be unique from every other person's there's you know, all of this stuff is stuff that I have figured out for myself. And so I don't need to like sit and question it for 20 minute segments while watching cartoons that are completely disconnected and make no sense and just distract me from
1: the interesting conversation potentially. So what you're saying is you're the enlightened guy who's calling himself enlightened.
0: I am not enlightened. I, I, I make no pretense about my knowledge of anything. I am simply, uh,
1: above secure
0: in my belief system where I do not need to question everything about everything and am okay with that.
1: Right. Cause
0: philosophy is just the, like, I think it's the art of asking questions and there's a lot to be said in philosophy about, um, getting you to think differently uh, about, uh, being able to create a persuasive argument about like, those are all good things. I genuinely don't have a problem with that. And I've taken philosophy classes in college and I, thought about those things and i've read philosophy i've read a lot of uh like religious texts that are f- philosophically based and a lot of philosophy questions come from it's just one of those things where i've learned enough about it where i don't care anymore and i'm not interested about it give me give me know. a physics textbook and i'll learn new physics and i will b- devour it right but give me a philosophy textbook like it's just it, nothing about it interests me and it's just one of those things where i accept that i'm uninterested by it and it's not for me and I appreciate other people who like it. I have no criticisms about people that want to pursue it and look into it. Um, but it just bores me and it's uninteresting. Fair enough. So now enough. that I've gone through my tirade about philosophy, what did you think <laughs> about the show, Andrew?
1: <laughs> you know, this was an interesting one for me.
0: Yeah, I could tell that like we, we for people that listen to the podcast, you may know this, but Andrew and I really try to never talk about the shows until we're on the podcast because we want no, like we our reactions yeah. to be live like we only talk about how far we've made it in like an episode like oh how far are you or have you gotten to this part yet right um and so i'm genuinely curious because the little bits that we have discussed about it you've 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 intimated little things that i'm curious to hear about so please do tell
1: let me try to funnel my thoughts because i just finished it today and I'm trying oh it's to a lot i mean i watched it today process as well. let me try to first funnel uh funnel my thoughts by starting with likes and dislikes okay perfect and then we'll, you know, I think yeah, we can once get I get talking and, and processing, I think I'll have some more like things to say. But
0: I was gonna hold off on my philosophy tirade until we got after the <laughs> likes and dislikes, but it kind of came up in the process no, about you asking questions, so that's why I talked hey, about you know, it. But please there's, give me like no
1: strict dislikes. time for any of that conversation. Correct, it could be any time. So my my likes, my my first like is that, and this is this is like. It's not even necessarily about the show. It's it was nostalgic for me. This show. Okay, nostalgic in what nostalgic way? Nostalgic. Because so I have a I have a close friend named Jesse. He okay. is he is like my go-to philosophy religious guy. Like he's oh, okay. he's not religious necessarily, he may be, but he 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 just soaks up Yeah, he's just curious and talks about it right like you know consciousness conversations about mind mindfulness consciousness all these different things and he's very 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 into that conversation and you know we used to sit uh at our buddy's place in college and we would just sit around and get high and just talk for hours about this kind of stuff.
0: Maybe that's why I don't like philosophy. Is I don't? And I've never
1: gotten high, so like it's never interested me. <laughs> and maybe I don't know. You know, I didn't really like start diving into that conversation until I was on that level. Sometimes, right? Right? Uh, but we would have those conversations too when we weren't high. It's just uh, being high was no, a catalyst for having that conversation, right? right? Yeah, because a, we're it, like it, it, it's a connected with lubricant. a different part of our mind and yeah. more open to the experience of mindfulness or et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, they talk very about nostalgic
0: in, in the interviews. They talk several times in, in with different people about taking drugs to like discover yeah. these various things. Like they talk yeah. about ayahuasca. I think they talked about peyote at one point. They they talk about yeah. several kind of mind altering drugs. Yeah. Yeah. DMT. Yeah. Thank you. Um, so just noted for our listeners.
1: Yeah. So, so I liked, it felt very nostalgic and that was cool. That that was just kind of like this little this little personal positive that I had that isn't related to the show, but it kind of connected me with that yeah. a little bit, and I thought that I was that. fun. Um, but strictly about the show, right? I really liked the animation. Okay. I thought it was similar fun. to me. I thought that it was daring because I I think there it's very graphic, but not graphic because it's not actual live things right like p- things are dying and getting murdered and shot and there's blood and whatever and it's yeah. it's very dark and very uh gory I guess as yeah. much as a as a is a very animated cartoony show gory but you're very right, cartoony yeah. gory yeah right uh but it was almost as if you know Pendleton Ward again is the the animator or the the person who kind of like concepted adventure time it's almost as right. if he went hey, Make the art for Adventure Time if you weren't putting this on cable television, where it was gonna have to right. be created, right? If it was like and some just,
0: artists in the in their basement working on it, like four
1: of them, yeah, all night, yeah. He was yeah. like full. It was like full creative license. Just draw the shit that comes to mind. Yeah, and that's what we got was yeah. just this crazy fantastical bunch of different bizarre worlds where strange things are happening yeah. and we have this this guy who takes a bunch of different forms when he's in the simulator and just traversing the world i thought that was fantastic i thought it was yeah fun. i agree I, I i wholeheartedly agree with you um i also liked the dialogue because i thought it was interesting and compelling and i, I thought that it, it reminded me of this movie that that jesse and i both watched It's called waking life it's a really mm. really good movie it's basically just about different philosophies of what life is things like that it's basically a kid who's trapped in this forever sleep where he's constantly trying to break out of this deep sleep but hmm. anyways it's it's hard to it, like this show i think yeah. it's even harder actually to explain or synopsize it's not well synopsizable. it's called it's called waking life i'd recommend it uh it was a lot of fun to watch but it, it reminded me of that uh the okay. conversation's kind of like connect you with this idea of what is the world what what is life this philosophy that kind of opens and asks those questions right that you right. don't you don't enjoy right you don't enjoy it and that's okay me presley does not you say, yeah. presley don't enjoy and that's okay and a lot okay. of people it's just don't think about or they're not on right. people's radar and yeah and it's not for everyone it's yeah. it's it can be almost it can almost be anxiety inducing to right. think about those big things for some people. Uh, and so I guess that's a warning. If you're listening to this and you're curious and you kind of like get a little anxious about some of the bigger things in life, what am I doing on this world? Things like yeah. that. So that could potentially, this show could kind of bring some of that up. So that's just I, kind of a warning. It's very deep. Um, I was thinking
0: about this, right. And in, in what you're talking about, right. Because it is, it, the conversations are very deep and very thought provoking On top of the very colorful, boisterous, uh, kind of absurdist animation, I could really see a lot of, like, people that might struggle to, like, focus on on things, you know, whether or not, uh, like, you are, you know, just if you you struggle to focus on things, right? Like, it would be next to impossible to watch this show. Um, I can... Tend to focus on things when I put my mind to it but I found that it's like for me when I was watching the show it's like I feel like I need to just close my eyes and listen to it or I need to mute it and watch it it's it's really hard to do both because they're both so bright in, in the sense of like how much they're presenting to you at once at the same time
1: yeah so that was actually going to be my, my dislike okay is that I, I liked both of those things separately yes But I think I would have probably chosen to experience each one separately. Independently. Independently of each other. That's what I was thinking. It was like very overwhelming. Yeah. I enjoyed both. And I think you're right. If I would have closed my eyes and I would have listened or if I would have muted it and watched it or if it had a different narrative, I would have been drawn to either one more. Yeah. Right? Like I'm probably going to look up Duncan Trussell's podcast, podcast and probably yeah. start listening to it because it actually sounds really interesting. Yeah, I mean, if you like that, it's, you should. But yeah, that was my dislike. It was that it was just so much; it was so overwhelming that I, you know, when I started watching this show, I've tried watching this show before. I'll, I'll oh, put okay. That out there, I made it through halfway through, like episode one, uh, and okay. I was overwhelmed because <laughs> there's so much it's going too on. Too stimulating, and. And I may or may not have been high at the time. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, that certainly doesn't help. I would recommend not
0: watching this on any substances uh, of any kind. I
1: would. Oh, okay. Because this is that kind of show. But I'm not here to tell you to do drugs. (laughs) Do legal drugs. Yeah. Uh, Wow, what a non sequitur. Yeah. isn't our podcast my, just a bunch of non sequiturs so my yeah really think about just it? raveled into pretending to be a show just like this 45 show. Just like minute the to an hour long episode yeah so that was my dislike was that it was just very overwhelming and i did try to watch it before and i knew what i was kind of getting into so i was like all right this isn't if i'm gonna absorb anything about the show i have to put the phone down which like think about how most of us watch TV nowadays. Let's be honest with ourselves. Real talk. This is us sitting next to each other. We're being vulnerable. We watch TV and we are on our phone most of the time. And we're hardly even absorbing what's happening. Depending on the right? show, right? Like most of the time, most of the shows we watch, we're scrolling through TikTok or Twitter or whatever, and we're like kind of in and out on both. And we're just overstimulated with all this stuff. This is a show where like I had to put my phone away. I had to like close the laptop, put it away for me. I had to like you know be present for this experience because it was just so much, and there was no way I was gonna get anything out of it. I wasn't gonna be able to do this show or this podcast if I didn't put everything away because he there's just so much that I had to try to connect with, hmm. and I think that was it for me. Uh, that I, that was what I didn't like, and I think that's why I would have to watch it so many more times, is so that I could. T- it's for me. It's like listening to an album with a lot of really busy stuff going on. I have to yeah. listen to it a few times to be able to pick out and dissect certain things of that music. And then once I understand all of it, I can listen to it again and pull it all together and experience it as a whole.
0: Yeah, it's interesting because I feel like it, you know, it just it just is reflective of the 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 way that the two of us consume our various media, right? Like for me, I can watch shows when I'm like on my phone or whatever or on my laptop, but I tend to prefer to watch them like focused on them. And that is why, you know, everyone in my life will tell you how bad I am at getting to shows, like watching shows, which, which is very funny. Cause I then started a podcast that makes me watch shows. That are never coming back and no one will ever watch. Um, so that I don't watch arguably actual good
1: television. Not good and right. very hard to continue staying focused on. Yes,
0: correct. Um, and, and it's interesting because like when I'm watching just about any show lately, like I, I was catching up on a bunch of TV this weekend, I was very focused on all of it. Not because I like it demanded it from the show like this show does, but because that's just like the way I consume a show. If there's a show that I want to watch, I'm going to focus on it. You know, if I'm if I'm watching hockey. And it's kind of a boring game i'll i'll pull out my switch and play play some nintendo games but you know for me i tend to like focus on a little bit more um versus you know a reality television show like we're talking about is not doesn't draw my attention doesn't hold me in the same way and so this show actually because it was so much of a podcast and i associate doing podcasts with like walking my dog or doing the dishes or doing my laundry i found it harder to focus on this show um, and the, uh, the crazy visuals actually helped me kind of focus in on it in a good and a bad way. Right. Because it's good that it's like, oh, I want to see what the visuals are doing. But then after 10 minutes, my head hurt because the visuals are so busy that then I didn't want to do either of them anymore, which is, I just think interesting.
1: Yeah, that's fair.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Um, I feel bad that I'm being mean to the show. Uh, I, I have nothing against the show. It just wasn't for me.
1: You should feel bad. This was a a very widely revered show. Um people were pretty upset last June uh 2022, I believe is when it was yeah. when it was announced that it was canceled. People were yeah. really sad. Um Yeah, I mean I, my my buddy Jesse, so it it came out on four twenty twenty twenty. 2020. Blaze it. Which uh I think also happens to be Duncan's birthday. Oh, they mentioned okay. that he was born on April 20th, I'm pretty sure, on the last episode. Okay, I wasn't making attention. Which is fun. Oh, yeah. But also, it's 420 because, you know, marijuana. Blaze it. And this is that type of show, right? So, anyways, I'm pretty sure that the day it came out, my buddy Jesse was like, guys, you have to watch this show. It's mm. so good. Uh, so, I think any of the stoners out there are going to enjoy this show. Yeah, I I, I will say, you know, giving giving the show, like, the
0: benefit of the doubt or, like, it's credit where credit is due, there are two episodes that I do like, and that is the last episode when Duncan is talking with his mom. And that one is genuinely interesting because you feel uh, a a sense of connection that I feel like the other episodes kind of miss, right? Duncan clearly knows these people or is interviewing them because of some association with them. I'm not familiar with them, but they're kind of, you know, philosophers or people that work in certain industries that are philosophically interesting. Um, but when he's talking to his mom, who's like a former psychologist and who birthed him and, Who uh, is struggling with stage four metastatic breast cancer, right? Like, all of that was very interesting because you have this like profound conversation between a mother and their son that is sweet and genuine, and you can feel like the love and care. And then the visuals enhance that, right? You're seeing like the two of them grow together in the visuals of it all, where you're watching like both of them age, and then his mom dies halfway through the interview, and then he he births his mom. And, and you watch dies? it very graphically, yeah. um oh my and God. then yeah, she's a baby, but then the interview just continues as she's a baby, and he's like growing into an old man, and I really like that because it's it's again absurdist, but it's not like so far afield that it's not parsable it, it, it you can understand visually what is going on on top of like the more simplified conversation that they are having as a mother and a son rather than like these weird philosophical concepts that are a little bit further abstracted. Yeah. Um, not saying that they're any really different, but like they're just one degree further um, that make it so much harder when the visuals then are even more absurd on, on a lot of the other episodes. I yeah. also liked, I believe it was the penultimate episode or the second to last episode um, where it's, it doesn't take place in a simulation. It's, it's mostly Clancy in his own world. Talking to the Pie Farmer, I think is his name, who's his neighbor, where he discovers that he has to rub this green oil on the machine so it doesn't explode. Um, And I like that episode because it didn't really have those annoying interviews (laughs) to me. Like, it didn't have the philosophy interviews. It was just, like, the interesting visuals and the narrative, which I find interesting Mm -hmm. about the show. Like, the show's narrative I like and is a cool concept. And then I feel like it got muddied by adding the podcast in Rather than having like a a, a show where you just have philosophical
1: conversations in the narrative of the show. Sure. Yeah, I think, I mean, the last episode got me. I was watching it and I I honestly, I don't know, because they were talking about her death. I mean, they were talking like she obviously wasn't dead, but she was dying. Yeah, and how and she, she is, had been told many times that yeah. she had very little time to live, and she needed to get her shit together and like get they said ready to like die. for like four
0: years, every six months she'd get like, you have six months to live.
1: Yeah, and there was one time where she was told that she had a month to six weeks to live, right? right. And so, you know, she's talking about dealing with this very real process of one's own ending, mortality, one's own mortality, and and trying to let go. And what that experience is like to accept that you are dying and to just live, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that was really interesting. And it was really, really profound and very touching. And I think the reason why this is like one of the most, I think, highly rated episodes. And I think it's because it's it was a lot easier to relate to. Yeah. Right? It was a lot easier to while she's telling him to focus on the feeling inside of his hand or inside his legs, like you can do that yes. while you're watching it. You can connect with losing a loved one or the idea of losing a loved one or the idea of your ending. Right. Yes. Those are scary and, and very tough themes, but they're real, they're life. And I don't know. I thought that episode was really relatable and it got me like as they were at the end, expressing their love toward each other it was just so deep and profound that i was like Whew. i was like oh man i like i genuinely was like you can the even hear it and voice i was right feeling now. it like i was getting emotional and i was like yeah. jesus i did not expect this it's a good viral moment on the pod for you because i can was even very hear it beautiful. right now yeah it was yeah. very beautiful and the animation um, was and was great i just the really liked that and the animation was great and it was a little bit less oh well, there was definitely intense moments but it was a little bit less intense. It was a little less this, like, bizarre, crazy, whatever world. And I think it's because they wanted to pay respect to that relationship. Yeah. And that story. Right. Of the podcast. And Anyways, I, thought, I just thought that was really beautiful and a very, very nice bow to tie on the show. And obviously they didn't write it intending for it to be a limited series, but it did very well, like, end the season. Yeah. If that was an episode that I would have show, like, if it was but, just a random
0: smattering of episodes, I would have wanted that to have been the last episode. Yeah, because they it, did a good it, job it choosing feels good
1: that for the last episode.
0: Yeah, and then it ends kind of an ambiguous note because like the Clancy is like in the in the simulation when he's talking to his mom, yeah. and his mom like intercepts him out of the simulation. It's kind of weird and hard to explain because the whole
1: show's like visually is hard to explain. Well, and then yeah, so like. To, just to could, no, just go. add more before you launch straight into that, he also has his unlicensed simulator, that he's now in trouble for. Right, right. The cops are like showing up, and it's funny flying in fun on their mattresses the a little bit or whatever. They're like, "I'm a cop, cops, cops, cops." It yeah, that, kind of that's like very silly, absurdist. very absurdist. Right, It's just kind of fits the same theme that we we experienced the entire time. But they're basically like raiding his home while he's in the sim, and he's getting like pulled out. So, sorry, continue. And then
0: his machine, because he's overworked it and isn't doing the things that he needs to do to maintain it, like, explodes and blows up all of the cops and they all light on fire. And it's, like, very, very weird and very ambiguous. And then, like, all of a sudden, he's just, like, in a different liminal space and is, like, I think he gets on, like, a bus or a train or something. Like, he just is then suddenly surrounded by people. And he's, like, wait, is this death? Like, what's going on? And then he's, like, well do you want to be interviewed for my space cast? And it just kind of continues. And it's well, kind the of guy's funny, guy's just right? like,
1: just be here right now.
0: Yeah, he, he just you know. like probably dies and then goes to some afterlife in the parlance of the show, right? And then just continues with what he's doing because that's kind of the message of the whole show. I don't disagree, like I said, with a message or any of the ph- philosophical concepts that they discuss. It is just not for me. It is, it is a taste problem for me. Uh, not a not a uh, creation yeah. of the show i don't think it's universally something that people would or would not enjoy as we know sure. i am in the minority of people that did not like this also yeah. apparently are the people that run netflix and who canceled it seemingly for no reason because like you said it it got good reviews people enjoyed it has a good yeah. cool following um but it just wasn't you know for you know netflix decided to it. you know for who knows what reason
1: yeah, we didn't. they didn't really give a lot of... They haven't given uh, any of the reasons really for give... all their
0: axings that they've done yeah. lately. They yeah, canceled... It's... Like, a bunch of shows were added to our list, fortunately, for our podcast. Yeah. Um, but unfortunately, for the people that make and enjoy those shows, because Netflix just went on like a fucking... They took out their machete and started cutting a bunch of shit down because it's yep. not successful as Wednesday or Stranger Things or You. And so they're just like, oh, let's get rid of it, right?
1: Yeah, it's interesting. It's like, it's it's almost like maybe... This is just pure speculation. Yeah. But I remember when Midnight Gospel came out, it was trending. Okay. It was like one of the it was top ten right in shows it was on for like a couple months. On yeah. Netflix it was top right. for a while. And I think it just maybe it wasn't a sustainable like interest. Like yeah. people weren't still watching it. And they axed it or something. I have no idea because that actually doesn't really make sense in the case of Cowboy Bebop either because it was pretty much canceled right away. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's very strange and very... It, there's obviously got to be a reason, uh, but it doesn't seem like there's a pattern. They just kind of are slashing their content left and right. Yeah. Which, thank you, Netflix, for being a contributor to the podcast. Yes, we appreciate you. Make better stuff, though. But don't, because then we won't have a
0: job but also don't make, make a lot of bad stuff that you cancel after one season, please. Yeah. Um, so, so let's talk about the, the natural course of this, this podcast, right? Where we speculate about what we would want to see from season two, Mm. right? Like, like I mentioned a moment ago, Clancy, the character in the show, I, we think dies or something happens, is transported to a different plane of existence or reality or however, whatever philosophical ideology you want to put on it. Yeah. And then begins anew, more or less, in, in interviewing people for his space cast. So what, what would you have wanted to see continue on or change or be the the next season, right? Because I think that's also like from a uh, from the producers at Netflix are like, okay, well we just watched a show. It ends in this very kind of almost closing way. Like you could it ends actually fairly well. Why would we
1: keep this going? What would you do in season two? So so answer that. Well, so first I don't think he's dead. Okay. There you go. He is just in the simulation now, fully submerged in the simulation. Okay. As opposed to just sticking his head in like he does in the show. Right. Right. Which is also alluded to by his neighbors realizing that his sim is blowing up. They are like, forgo your physical body or whatever and come to the whatever thing They he says, a specific phrase and they all jump into the sim. And so they're just like in the simulation who knows okay. if they can navigate it? Who knows how they navigate it? Or, or rather, I guess in Clancy's case, who knows? Because the other group are like sim farmers or whatever, and so they have like ship and stuff that they showed or whatever. But yeah, I, that's neither here nor there. Uh, I think that in a season two, you see Clancy trying to discover where he's at. Probably okay. at the beginning, trying to figure it out, trying to interview people along the way. I don't think the format changes a bunch. I think it's right. just the setting that he kind of he kind of rubber bands back to. Yeah is going to be a little different. He's not going
0: back to his trailer with a right. pair of shoes
1: because he finds it's a sh- gone. pair of shoes in every episode. It's gone. Um, You know, maybe he just makes a new home in a different part or in the simulation somewhere or finds another dimension to be in where he lives. Yeah, Who knows? I think that there's not really a lot to speculate because I don't live in the mind of Pendleton Ward or live in a mind that's anywhere close to the same as it right You're not so creative. i can't even conceptualize what it is i'm not creative <laughs> in that way so I, I don't know but i do know that it would probably just continue along the same vein you know yeah being that it was a show that was just kind of centered around fun art and conversations deep conversations from the podcast i think we could expect the exact same
0: yeah, I think that's fair. I would tend to, to lean into what you're saying where it's just more more episodes of the podcast that don't need a show to back it up and could just be its own thing. Uh, you know, it'd be like, the way I think about it, right, is like diverging away from my prediction. It's like if, you know, if this show was, was playing in the background of like time lapses of plants growing, right? Like it, 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 it doesn't make any sense in the context of like what you're watching to see it. Right. Because, like, the it's so absurd and so far of what they're talking about that you can't really necessarily connect what they're talking about to like any of the visuals on it. And it's also like it's a podcast, it's not organic conversation. Like, it's an interview, right? You hear Clancy, and by virtue of that, Duncan, the real person, asking questions that sound like interviewing questions that sound like they're in a podcast, right? I'm, this is not a bad thing, right? But I don't know all I I'm saying is that, that like, but. the show can continue in whatever vein it wants because it's a podcast with a screensaver. Sure. A- and yeah. the story, like you're saying, is like, I don't think he's dead. I-, I think he's in the simulation now forever. It's like, cool, but there wasn't enough of a story for me to like really feel that in the same way. I don't think you're wrong, but I don't think yeah. – like that was the piece that was like missing a little bit. They needed to take out, they needed to cut out like two to three minutes of the podcast from every single episode and fill it in with actual world building of the show so that you had like stake in the characters because like, I don't care about anything that's happening. No con- nothing of consequence happens to anyone in the show.
1: Okay. So we circled back to why you dislike it. Um, <laughs> good. That's good. No, but that's what I'm saying what is, you, right, like, no, the new kidding. season, the next
0: season would just be more of the same with yeah. random visuals and more sure. of the podcast, and yeah. that's, like, why I think – I was kind of getting at the root of, like, why I think it might have been canceled is because, oh, like, okay. oh, just go listen to the podcast. Why Why do we need to spend this extra money to animate something that is completely basically disconnected from the podcast when there's no story to it? So what I would hope for in a season that's two fun. is to yeah. actually
1: flesh out a story
0: and cut out the podcast part which would basically defeat the purpose of the show
1: yeah two and to three minutes of a podcast is nothing comparative to the whole podcast i'm sure there are like hour and a half long episodes
0: that's what i mean right and so like if if you take out a minute or two three minutes from certain episodes or you have certain episodes of the show that are well, like it would that be one
1: point in having the podcast in the episode then well there is no point that's minutes. the point that i'm making <laughs> that is the show though
0: I understand that and that's why it's an Just inherent contradiction and one of the few shows that I'm happy that was canceled after one season. Just go watch Adventure Time. I see I'm struggle with Adventure Time too but go I sure I don't know.
1: Go watch whatever animated film gets you going.
0: I agree. Animated I, show you made really. me watch this for the record. I did. I and did. I watched it and listened to all of the the revelations or or yeah. uh, pontifications or whatever else you want to say. Um, and it just wasn't interesting me and I'd rather have just listened to the podcast. If you made me listen to eight episodes of the podcast, I would have liked this more. If you'd made me watch, uh, like, what is it? Three hours worth, uh, or two and a half hours worth. If we like take the, there are eight episodes at like 20 minutes. Right. If we take that and we're like, Oh, okay. Just watch this like weird animation with like random music over it. I would have enjoyed either of those options more than watching the show.
1: Watched like the IG or the the OG iTunes uh The visualizer. Yeah. visualizer that's just, just slaps. the podcast. Um yeah. yeah, I mean that's that's kind of what we watched in a way, right? Yeah. Um it was just had a lot more flavor than that. It yeah, it's
0: like they were like, Oh, we need a little bit more salt in this soup and it's like, Cool, you asked for paprika, clove salt, ginger uh turmeric uh garlic powder uh more ginger e- like you know what i mean it's like psilocybin <laughs> yeah psilocybin um yeah, some definitely... lsd you know yeah. it, it's just like a little too much right it, it, it's it's a fun enough concept that if it was a show sans podcast i probably would have actually dug it a lot And if it was a podcast and show, I wouldn't have listened to it because it's not my kind of podcast, but that's not, that's not a detriment. I'm not, that's not a bad thing. It's just not my taste. Right. But because you're taking these two things that are fairly disparate in a lot of ways, right? You're taking a podcast, which is an audio medium. You're taking a show, which is a visual and audio medium. You're mashing them together. And then you're not providing a subsequent like story beyond what is being talked about in the podcast. You just lost me at, you know, at, at step one. So I'm sorry Fair to enough. everyone that loved the show. It just wasn't Fair for Fair enough.
1: Well, I I can almost. I I think I can almost suss out for myself what your star rating is going to be. Yes. Uh, but I will quickly run through the star ratings and Please then I'm ask you what yours is. Yeah. So, zero out of five would right. be. Uh, you know, you had this concept or this there was this concept for this series, shared it with somebody and. They didn't tell you not to make it as they should have. Right. Right. This is something that probably shouldn't have had a pilot. It's just fundamentally not a good idea. Let's maybe not do it. Yeah. One is, sure, let's put together a pilot episode. Let's see what it looks like. Let's kind of try to put it out there in a way to, to kind of bring the idea to fruition to see if it's really something. It shouldn't go past that. Yep. Yeah. And our belief it shouldn't have gone past a pilot. A two would be, you know what, this was a this was a, a television series that is fine. By all means, it's not remarkable. It's okay. Probably still, you know, we watched it. It wasn't the end of the world. Probably don't recommend watching it still. Right. Yep. A three is our watch your own risk category. Yep. Right. It's you know, we liked this show, we thought it was interesting, definitely could see why it was canceled. Definitely worth a watch for us. Some people like it. Some people some just people like might it. like it. Some people might not. Yeah. Uh, so watch genuinely watch at your own risk. Four is this was a great show. I kind of understand why it was canceled, but this should have continued. I want more of this show. I will never be okay without more of this show. Five is this was a masterpiece. Yeah. This is something that is a staple in pop culture and is a crime that it was cancelled. A yeah. criminal crime as we love been to say canceled. A criminal crime. That's the star rating. Zero through five. Presley, hit me with it. What do you got? I'm gonna give it a half of a star. Okay. I think, I think S- like, since we haven't done half a stars, I need you to elaborate. We have on done that actually. Means. You did half stars first for the record. Um, But too many beers I, and a lot of time ago,
0: I guess. Yeah. That was like episode two or three. I think uh, <laughs> no, it was episode two. I think Cowboy view I think you gave it like two and a half. Yeah, I think I did actually. So like I'm leaning between that point 0.5 and, uh, and a one because it's like, if you made this pilot, right. Where it's like, okay, one person animated it and then you overlaid the the podcast. I could see why somebody could be like, "Okay, well let's make a few more of these episodes, right?" If it was the if it was the last episode of the show, right, where he's interviewing his mom, I could see why we were like, "Oh, let's do more of these, right?" But if you do it with any of the other episodes, I'm like, "What the f- stop.
1: <laughs> Just leave
0: okay. it leave well enough alone and make it a good podcast, right? Because I've no the podcast could be very well regarded and very good and have lots of interesting, great conversations, right. And be philosophically yeah. fascinating. And, and that should stand on its own. I would hope, right. Like in the should same should way that I well. hope that our show yeah. right now stands on its own. Right. Yeah. Um, and uh, so like, I, I, I'm just, I can't decide, but I don't think it's zero. I don't think like this has no merit at all. Okay. I, I think that there are plenty of interesting philosophical ideas that you can present to, a broader audience that are much more parsable and much more um, uh, palatable in a way that's presented like this. I think that they missed, missed out on the execution a bit because instead of like doing fresh kind of interviews or structuring the narrative in a way that is philosophically interesting, they just like, Oh, well we have the podcast. Let's just cut them in. Right. And so that's where I feel like it really like misses the mark. So I, I'm gonna leave it at a point five. Maybe after I hear your rating and and kind of synopsis of your thoughts, I might go up to a one. But like you know, I kind of I'm I'm sorry that I'm so mad on the show. I just it really really no. don't hold
1: me. At I mean, all. you don't have to be uh, sorry for for the way you feel about it. It's just if it's not for you, it's not for you. Yeah, I would probably put this at a three. Oh, I thought um, you were gonna go
0: higher. That's interesting.
1: No, I think I think I think watch at your own risk is definitely the right recommendation for okay. me to give. Um, because, because to your point, it's not for everyone Yeah, and it can be overwhelming. There are a lot of very deep, very deep things happening, you know, in the series that the the conversations are very deep and can be very, uh, it can be very, I don't know, tough to grapple with or tough to, to, to move through. Talking about the death of a loved one and how you're
0: going to work through that is not an easy topic to just like right. get through. Even, in a, even in a not even way.
1: just, I would consider that like the heaviest episode. Yeah. Even not even that episode, just wrapping your head around the ideas of mindfulness and consciousness in this guy who's like doing magic and trying to like understand that can be very overwhelming. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, watching your own risk feels comfortable for me. I think that's right. Re- I, I to, think to like recommend.
0: it's a. If you're gonna give it a three, right? Then then yeah. I'll I'll stick with my rating. I, I'm fine with a point five of a star, yeah. right? Airing airing towards one, maybe like point seven five. I don't want to get that like granular about it, but like the the but thing I, but that you I think will. <laughs> what
1: <laughs> you said, you don't want to get that granular about it. and I said, but you will. No, but I'm. That's not like my official rating. My official rating is point five for okay. for the people
0: that make our wiki, which doesn't exist and is gonna be in my head forever. It, when people make this page they can say press's official rating was a 0.5 okay. but i think okay. like it, it like forewarned is forearmed for like our listeners right and it's like if you were like me and you think philosophy is not interesting to you is boring is is conceptually too challenging is uh, something that makes you uncomfortable whatever it is you're not gonna like this show because it's, yes. it's all, it, that is it, right? Like, sure, you might enjoy the visuals. Watch it on mute, and then you'll maybe like the show, right? But, like, it, it is a fundamental, like, this is a podcast that we're talking about, not a show, almost. Right? Where, like, sure, there's yeah. lots of cool, interesting visuals, but they play no part in the narrative or very little. You know, if you condense down only the parts that were about what is going on in the visuals of the show, you would have maybe 18 minutes out of eight eight 30 minute episodes. Right. Like, I think that's a kind of a fair guesstimation of it. Okay. Um, and so like if, if philosophy is not your thing, if, if just listening to podcasts with these visuals is not your thing, you won't like the show. I'm like, it's, it's, it is a hard fact about it. I don't think it's arguable. Um, so yeah, those, those are our star ratings. Okay. Um, all right. I promise that I will like some shows.
1: Yeah. No, I know you will. I mean, you already have. We've already yeah, that's had. That's true. For the most part, we actually seem to have uh, agreed on most. It's shows, nice when we but disagree. We have had differing right? opinions sometimes. Yeah. Um, because we respect each other's opinions, even though I don't respect this one. Um, <laughs> no, Great. I'm just kidding. So that's good to know. Um,
0: nobody respects this opinion if it's fair. I was talking to my friend. I went to go get coffee with a friend of mine, and I was talking about the fact that we needed to make this podcast today, and. Yeah. And they were talking about like art philosophy and how they took a class on it, and I'm and like, you
1: just you just immediately were like, I'm fucking done with this conversation. It,
0: no, I literally said I was like, if there was one <laughs> like class in college that I would have disliked taking more, I can't think of it. Right, and <laughs> and I say this not to not to bemoan art, not to bemoan philosophy. They are just areas of my brain or uh, parts of my thinking that are not. They don't engage with me right mm. you know it's like it's like hearing music that is not your taste in music wh- whatever that music is right it, it's it, you clearly can recognize it and i recognize all of this stuff as art as thoughtful as important but it, it doesn't make any purchase on any part of my being. And yeah. so and I'm someone that goes to therapy twice a week. I spend a lot of time being mindful. I, I meditate often. I have no problem with any of the concepts. It's it just like thinking and listening to other people talk about it really doesn't drive me. I like to go to an art museum. Um, but if there's art that I just don't like, I just walk away from it and don't think about it and don't talk about it. And that's like very much this this thing, right? This is art. People spend a lot of time on it. I it, I think it is a shame that it was canceled because it is wholly unique, right? There's nothing else like yeah. this that currently creed, exists. Yeah. Um, and I I do appreciate that and and appreciate the people that took the time to make the show and animate it and beautifully and create really interesting music. That was another thing that I didn't mention, but the music is actually really good. Oh the yeah, show.
1: the music was really good.
0: Um, and it it's just a part of my brain that is not engaged with it, and you know is going to move on and you know watch the next show and hopefully enjoy that more
1: cool so
0: what is the next show that we're watching
1: i I've still been, I've don't been, like know. waffling if i'm being honest i have like three picks that i need okay. to decide on right now it's better than pancaking but just pick one right now off the top of your head three two one backstrom backstrom
0: okay yes this was a, a show Dude, that i actually he... watched when i was airing um oh okay uh it, it is a I believe also Pacific Northwest. We, we both live in the Pacific Northwest, why I highlight it. Yeah. Um, starring uh, Rain Wilson, uh, also known as Dwight huh, from the Office, okay. as a ornery uh, like kind of like Sherlocky figure, where he's like a detective, but not actually. He's like a consultant detective kind of guy, where he does not actually work for the police, but he's like helpful in solving crimes. Okay. So interesting. Uh, tune in. Yeah, I I remember watching. I didn't watch the whole season. I remember watching, like, the first few episodes. Um... So we'll uh, we'll we'll tune in and uh, our listeners can decide if they want to watch it or not. I know there are several people that were, you know, they'd start our shows and be like, "Ooh, this sounds too interesting." Specifically yeah. for Pan Am, we had we had a friend of ours write in and was like, "Oh, I gotta watch this show now because yeah. I'm the synopsis and how much it sounds like it fucking slaps." Because <laughs> that show was great. Um, Such a and, good show. Yeah, I agree. Um, so so let us know what what you think ahead of time, behind the time, whatever. Um, we're we're gonna get to that uh, next week, Andrew. Uh, where can they find our various uh, informations and
1: stuffs? Yeah, you can find us at season underscore one underscore pod on all socials, uh, including our subreddit. We're most active on Instagram and, and Reddit for now. Uh, we're a little bit like, um, how do I put this? Older people when it comes to being on social media.
0: Oh, no. We're working on it. Where we're are doing the tweeters?
1: We we're doing what we can. Uh, but Twitter is still a beast I have yet to to understand to be honest with you because I'm just too old.
0: I was like should um, we make a Mastodon cuz that's like the new Twitter? I don't
1: know what that is. Yeah, I it's like, that was like what a was c- what, when Elon
0: bought Twitter, everyone was like oh, I'm moving to Mastodon cuz it's basically the same thing but like, Oh, sure, I heard
1: of one called right? I think the Hive or something too. Yeah, I, I think it's like a similar Twitter concept. replacement. Anyways, we're not on those ones because we're barely on Twitter. <laughs> uh, no, season underscore one underscore pod. You can also find us at season one and you can email any uh, show suggestions or any content suggestions, questions, anything. You can email us at suggestions at season one pod.com.
0: Yeah. I think we'll also maybe in the, in the near future here, be doing like a survey of what episode we should watch as opposed to like one of us arbitrarily picking. I think it would be fun to let our listeners kind of decide for us and just decide our fate as it were, uh, to, to torture us with our own creation a little bit. Um, Mm -hmm. I think that could be, be kind of a fun thing. Yeah. Uh, It's a fun idea. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Uh, the other big thing that we like to mention is uh, leave us a, leave us a like, leave us a review on iTunes. Tell us what you think, like genuinely, right? If you think that I'm a dumbass because I don't like philosophy and I'm stupid, let mm-hmm. us know. If you think that Andrew, uh, you know, has a weird taste in shows that I that are, you know, out there and that I have normal taste, let us know that too. I don't think that's going to be the consensus, but I was trying to think of a way to be mean to Andrew because I was just mean to myself. Yeah. Um we want to hear it and we we'd love to hear people's reviews, what yeah. you think of the star rating. We we genuinely want to and are interested. So so please let us know what you think there. Tell your friends about the show. That's the best way for the news to spread. Kind of like a pyramid scheme, but uh more benevolent because we we don't have evil intentions of taking over the world yet. Not yet not yet we're only running for one season everyone remember that so you know this is a limited time only kind of thing exactly Uh, we we haven't decided the number of episodes but right now it's continuing on forever um so until next time uh i'm presley and i'm andrew
1: we watch it so you don't have to